0: Welcome to Owen and Brew's Barbecue. Today, Nick and I are cooking up something special all the way from Ord Mantel. We're talking Mantel Mix, those little popcorn nuggets, and just like the Mantel Mix, we're going to talk about 3 episodes of Bad Batch tonight. My name's Matt. I'm all, I'm joined with the one and only
1: Nick. Nick. <laughs> 14, 14 credits for some mantel Mix. That's, that's kind of steep, man.
0: Steep. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think? Is that kettle corn? You know, it, it's like a, it looked like kettle corn, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, like a little carnal. I mean, yeah. I could see why like that's their jam, you know? And yeah. if that's the only joy that they're getting in life, but they're spending a lot of money. A lot you know? of money,
1: yeah. And then, I, and then you know, of course, you don't know what it is. You don't know how hard or, like, how well it tastes. But, like, you when know, she pulled it out of her pocket in that last mm-hmm. episode, where she's like, well, you completed the mission. <laughs> can't break tradition and i'm like it kind of reminded me of ferris bueller at the end there where she pulled the gummy bear you know? like, yeah has been in my pocket and i'm like
0: don't eat it don't eat it records i'm eat it like he's <laughs> been through some stuff he yeah. he definitely hated it, hate it. Um, well uh, we're talking about three three episodes um, we it's not that we we uh, didn't want to talk about them it's just timing both nick and myself and uh i don't know the other two guys that sometimes appear on the show
1: I haven't watched an episode forever. Well, I guess you're not doing a podcast then, are you? (laughs) So
0: so we're talking about um, Rampage, Scattered. No, that's not Scattered. What's the second one called? Decommissioned. Decommissioned. That's yeah. right, and, and battle then scars. Uh, battle scars. Yes, so those are the three episodes that we're talking about. Let's let's kind of go go right through the mix here and, and just start with the the first one that we missed there, which was Rampage, which was not about the '80s video game. I kept expecting so disappointed. So yeah, it's like, um, but the but the real monster though was we're skipping, skipping to the end. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. That's fine. What 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 else is there to talk about? Rampage. They, I, they I get totally their first mission and you know,
1: I totally called what it was going to be though. It was just too much of a because uh, you see you see uh, uh, Fortuna, you know, in the hologram before. Well, oh yeah, it's one of the great things, and also sometimes a, a curse is that when you have the closed captioning on. Yes. Because it said, like, Hatties is being spoken right now. And you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, Oh, what is that? Okay. And then, yeah. So you kind of, like, as soon as they get there and it's a little kid and they they mistakenly think, oh, it's a little girl. You're like, that's not going to be, you know.
0: Nope. I I think also, too, like, the little, little, uh, you know, thumbnail of the episode showed a rancor in it too. Did, I okay. Yeah. So that was kind of what spoiled me I would have it would have been a little bit more, you know, of a surprise. Uh Matthew Wood, who who reprised the role of Bib Fortuna in uh The Mandalorian and also played Bib Fortuna in episode one, he does the voice. So so keeping in that continuity. Nice. So um that's the only note that I have.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's see here. We've so if got. You want to go through a little bit of notes here. You know, Omega coming off of the last episode where she got lost and almost kidnapped by uh, Finnick. You know, she gets her own little. Uh, oh yes, we, communication device.
0: Yeah, it's like she's she's slowly turning into um, a clone.
1: A clone, yeah. Crosshair. A
0: trooper. Uh,
1: so. Yeah, it's, it's just funny how like they're all kind of like different dad figures to her because like yes, the way I look at it, of course she doesn't really bond with tech or echo much but like right now like wrecker's kind of like her big brother mm-hmm. whereas in hunter is like her dad yeah you know, like they're, they're definitely that uh thing there the
0: it's uh character. yeah it's like a canaan Kanan and zeb yeah you know? like you could you could you could see how they're they're filling in that that role there um but um You know, and and who knows? Maybe Texas, like, I don't know how to talk to girls. (laughs)
1: He's he's so
0: technical. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, uh, I think it's in the next episode, you
1: know, where uh, Sid, you know, sends him on a mission. And she's like, do you guys know what a whatever is? And he's like, it's a, she's like, this is my meeting. (laughs) Shut up when I'm talking. You know, Uh,
0: her voice is so recognizable that it's like, it almost kind of takes over. Me seeing it as just a female transdotion, Sid's character, uh, voiced by Rhea Perlman. Every time I hear her her voice, I'm always like, Oh, I'm in Cheers, yeah. yeah. Um, like I can, uh, I saw a funny meme that uh, had the Cheers bar and it had all three characters that that have appeared from Cheers in in the bar. So, of course, had Woody behind the bar, um, as uh, um, Beckett. It Has right, Beckett, Beckett. Yeah. behind the bar. It had Sid as the waitress, and then it had. Um, uh, rat, rat, uh, what's yeah.
1: up? Yeah, Rat Ratcliffe.
0: Or- yeah, Ratcliffe. Yeah, I was trying to remember his name. I wanted to say Ratson. Retzen- yeah, Cliff. Mm-hmm. Cliff played. Yeah. yeah, in his snow gear, sitting All right, there. Everybody to their stations. Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we well, did you know that that's not his. That's voice? That's not his voice. Yeah, yeah it's just so like, weird. Which is why I never recognized it as him because it, like, yeah, it's, it's a very nasal, uh,
1: you know, voice. But mm-hmm. you only hear his actual voice one time. I think yes. in the movie, and it's still no word from uh, Solo or Skywalker. I think it's the only time you actually hear his actual voice.
0: Okay, yeah, I knew there was a, there was a moment where where you do kind of hear it, but other than that, it's all it's all dubbed. Which I don't know why he would, you know,
1: overdub for that one line, you know, to someone else. But it's the same thing as like in Return of the Jedi, you know, there actually is a female A Wing pilot. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. And but they overdub the yell when she crashes into the bridge of the Star Destroyer with a male voice. And you're like, mm-hmm. Well, why'd you do that? Like it just yeah. it, it's kind of strange.
0: Well. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> So uh remind me again when um she also picks up the uh, the weapon. Um, Omega gets her own very own weapon. Uh, the um... oh, that's the, yeah, at
1: the end of this episode. Okay,
0: you know. is that at the end of Rampage, or it's is the, that
1: it's the end of the? So you see her at the end of the, she gets she catches that it's like a web gun. You know that they're yes. using uh, in this one, but you know in the next episode she has the the bow caster
0: kind of you yeah know,
1: bolt thing. So it's. The different weapon,
0: because that's how that's how the next one starts. I did not rewatch Rampage, like of of the ones. I was like, eh, I'm not gonna really rewatch that one. I, so.
1: I was I was actually pleasantly surprised because I was going to rewatch that one today as well, and I already had my notes written out for it from weeks ago. I was like, oh, I'm happy to, to rewatch it now. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. My job is done here. But, yeah, I, this is uh, the first thing of note, though, for this episode to me. Because, you know, we've, we've been theorizing for a while now about Omega. You know, is she just a regular clone like Bad Batch and that she has some enhanced powers? Or is she some kind of, you know, clone, yes. But does she have some kind of force ability uh, also implanted in her from maybe Palpatine? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one was there's two things in these three episodes that made me go, this is really plausible now that she could have force powers. Okay. The first one is when they're looking for Sid here. And of course, you know, they come downstairs, the the bad batch does. And so we're looking for Sid. She's like, never heard of him. I don't know who you're talking about, you know, move Mm -hmm. on. And she just is, looks like playing with some kind of technology, but she's looking at Sid. Like she's kind of like reading her mind or getting some kind of feeling from her.
0: Mm-hmm. And then walks
1: up, and very boldly, like, you're Sid. And, yeah. uh, and so to me, that was like, oh, it wasn't like a curiosity. It was just more like, mm-hmm. you're Sid. And so like yeah. and that's what made me think. is like, did her thoughts betray her to where mm-hmm. Omega picked it up? And was like, yeah. you're Sid. Uh, so that was the, you know, because we've already like seen that. her, you know, we've already seen her take, you know, the blaster. Yeah, she, the shot. Uh, you know, so like, she's definitely, there's definitely some little Easter eggs there where she could be Force sensitive.
0: And they may be burying that until the end of the season. Yeah, you know, that might true. be the that might be the ultimate like reveal at the end of the season. So, or you know, maybe they're burying it as far as they can. You know, you know, it's odd because they, you know, each episode almost is is a little slow at times and like letting things develop or you know, it's taking its time, which, um, you know, that's that's fine. You know, just can kind of feel like okay let's get there <laughs> like like i think we're, we're anxious to to get to you know um more development and we haven't seen crosshair yet so there's there's a little Not bit of a that while power, yeah you know um i liked the episode of rampage it, it also set up the um i mean they they kind of were literally hitting us over the head with the fact that uh, wrecker was going to lose it at some point, oh yeah um it was That's, yeah, as soon as they get this
1: job you know uh, from from Sid like he's automatically like Arr, yeah. Arr, so, you know, you're like it's
0: okay. sort like, of Damocles that hangs over like three episodes really you know maybe four like it, you're just kind of like okay is he gonna lose it
1: it's gonna happen yeah.
0: um
1: of course, you know the next episode is when you really go. Okay, yeah, now we know for sure. Uh, not when he actually turns, but like you know, when he actually hits his head hard and then yeah, he actually he, says, you know, says
0: the, the yeah, he says the line. So that's in, um, um, decommissioned.
1: Decommissioned. Yeah.
0: Yes. So, uh, I I actually enjoyed the decommissioned uh, episode a little bit more than rampage, because yeah. we get simply because we get Trace and Rafa. Um, you know and omega seems to be in on the mission this time like she's yeah. she's kind of in the action with them and you're seeing this connective thread i mean um uh where, it, where it's connecting back to clone wars you know and not that they have to bring in female characters to get female audience you know uh, interest involved but um since my daughter watches everything Star Wars with us, it's like as soon as Rafa and Trace, you know, like she hears their yes, we're like for her this we're was gonna like gonna get Ahsoka. At some exactly, point. <laughs> it was just like it was like a jackpot. Like she's like in Vegas, and it's like Bing, Bing, and then she's waiting for that next episode, Battle Scars, to be like we're getting Ahsoka, and it was like Bong. Right. Like she's like, oh, like I, so- I didn't think it was gonna happen. I, I, the uh, the end
1: of that episode for sure when you just see the robes you thought, oh, yes. that's going to be one of two people Right. Uh, and I, I was leaning towards Ahsoka but then it made more sense for it to be Rex
0: yeah. Here's the other thing though that we could still get Ahsoka or the fact that they've, they've given us a little bit of an Ahsoka Easter egg and the fact that that droid that is with Rafa and Trace and their ship at the end uh, was, was R7A7 And that droid had appeared with Ahsoka in Clone War episodes, so little little Easter egg. So you know, it's been that droid's been known to be around Ahsoka in the past. Now, you know what? What's to say that? um, I mean, it's a little little sketchy as to because we know exactly how Clone Wars ends with with Rex and Ahsoka going their separate ways. You know, they're like Fleetwood Mac. You know,
1: yeah, but like that's what made me think. Especially, I mean, we're skipping around a bit, but the this last episode before Rex leaves the Bad Batch, you know, he's, you see him, he's talking to someone on his uh, his comlink, mm-hmm. and that's who I assumed it was was Ahsoka, because uh, I, I assume that's what she has done is that now that she is joined with the rebellion or at least the beginnings of the rebellion, uh, is that she's probably hired Rex to train. You know any kind of soldiers to have an army, and which is why Rex asks them. Like with you guys' uh, skills, you yeah. be you have a really valuable.
0: Uh... I'm I'm curious as to if they do bring in Ahsoka, I I would suspect that it would be in a limited capacity, just like they did with Rex. Yeah. Um, but you know, just like the Mandalorian, where they're they they popped in key characters that eventually come together you know form a, a battle plan or what have you or you know are part of the the uh the, the the larger climax of the season you know you could you could almost see that 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 could be a thread that could be pulled you know that we could see ahsoka appear the but the one the one thing that gives me pause is just the ahsoka novel are they are they gonna just steamroll over that and just be like no nope? seems like
1: it seems like they're steamrolling over it
0: um I would I would hate that just because the the book is pretty good. Like it's it's and the book sets up and, and they could still pull it in because there's enough time frame in here. But the book is kind of like Ahsoka does go her own way and, and basically her and Rex have no communication. They're kind of kind of on their own, doing their own thing, you know. And even when we meet Rex, he's basically gone off on his own and is just like gone fishing, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's just like Eh, I'm gonna be a hermit, so maybe some, maybe something goes down. Well, I,
1: I, yeah, I assume because I mean you, you see them there in rebels. Because mm-hmm. I mean, how if we're gonna get to that point, how is that gonna happen to where you know Rex all of a sudden you know that was is, is Fat Rex, right. Fat old Rex with Wolf and uh, I forget the other name, commander's name, but you know how does he meet up with them? And you know, of course, they're leading a solitary life. You know, so mm-hmm. at some point they do They just go like, you know what? We've had our war. We're done.
0: Right. Right. And I mean, that could be the loss of, you know, a crew or, or something meaningful that kind of sets them like, that's it. I can't, I mean, I felt that that was that moment at the end of clone wars between Ahsoka and Rex. Like that was that moment. Like we've seen some shit. We're out peace. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but but this this gives pause because we even see Rex's ship that he leaves. You know, he say that that ship that's parked there looks like the same ship that he left in um, when they parted ways at the end of Clone Wars. Well,
1: it hadn't been that long. So
0: no, it hadn't been that long, but it looks like uh, about the same same style of ship there. So mm-hmm. it's like that kind of early Y wing prototype style right. design, mm-hmm. you know, like, is it an A wing? Is it a Y wing? We don't know. <laughs> um, so I, I did like that, that we got Trace and Rafa again. It kind of, you know, I mean, we, we were kind of really down on them, you know, in that and that storyline. And I still, when you rewatch Clone Wars, there's an episode where I'm just like, nope, never it's, again. I've watched it twice and that's it. Yeah. Right? I
1: mean, the bad batch four episodes you know, they're not all, you know, really the first one and the last one is really all you need. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might also need to see the third one just to defend the rescue Echo. But like the middle two are kind of, oh, OK, we get the point. Right. But, you know, the the Ahsoka ones really were pointless. I mean, I, other than just to show where she had been. Mm-hmm. And then the last few minutes of just introducing uh, the Mandalorian bit there. That's really the only necessary part is just to be like, oh,
0: so, so I mean, was was the last season of Clone Wars really just a prequel to the Bad Batch? Like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. is that is that what we're getting? Is like, well, these are all of the characters, and we're gonna put them in this other show and just make a new stew with those same characters. So, if that's the case, I would almost guess that there's a couple figures that, that play a key role from from the last season of Clone Wars, Ahsoka yeah. and Vader. So, and I'm not saying that we're going to see them together, you know, because that, that, that has to wait until, till rebels, but right. you could see them individually. Cause I, I still think we've seen Tarkin. It would be cool to see Tarkin with Vader and see some of that early interaction. Um, or maybe even Vader, you know, like Crosshair could see, you know, Vader oh, yeah. Yeah, you right know? Sure. and, um, you know, and it, they can, they can wait to play that card. I, I think won't.
1: it'll be a, so, a later season if it happens. Right.
0: Yeah. If it happens, I mean, for anybody out there that is still kind of like boo hiss on Bad Batch, you know, or this is going too slow, um, I would just say that, that um, well, I mean, there might be some people out there that just... Oh, yeah, but
1: you this, with, yeah, you know know yeah. those people out there. Like, oh, God, it's so slow. But like, right. I mean, but every, I just, every Filoni series is slow.
0: Every Filoni series is slow. I would say that I know some of the the people that were involved with resistance are also involved with this and resistance really spreads it out. (laughs) You know what I mean? So the fact that resistance was a 20 episode season and, um, personally there's probably like four episodes I would point to that you I'd say, yeah, watch those. (laughs) (laughs) But that, that first season, is so long and drawn out. And I love the characters that they develop. I love the aliens, the storylines, not so much. Um, so, and, and I know Filoni didn't have as much to do with, with resistance. So, um, but I, I don't think that he's going to let this, uh, you know, go to rot. I would, I would think that this is basically setting up all of the pieces. And well, then
1: I, I like that he was named creative director. I think now, wasn't he? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that, course i would like for him to be president of lupus films but uh i'll t- i'll take what i can get you know and so yeah. that will give him at least some power to say like this is this is these are the arcs we want to do mm-hmm. you know
0: well and i i mean i almost don't want him to be president because of uh i want him to be able to do what he does right you know like like let some other higher up make those hard decisions and well, um, have the target
1: it's just like it's things like you know, again, fifty percent. I would say of Star Wars fans do not like the sequel trilogies, but yet they keep kind of hammering on them because I think it's in a new comic book series that just got released. Like they're bringing like, uh Haldor back, or uh, yeah, the um,
0: oh Hald Haldor yeah. You Yeah, know, it's like mm-hmm. no one cares. There's like, there's I've, a there's a series coming out with her.
1: Yeah, I was like I read something about it yesterday. Mm, that it was like okay. oh she's like she's in you know before obviously before Last Jedi, but like you know they're. Mm-hmm putting in like a backstory for her. I'm like, that doesn't sell me on it though. I'm like, I don't care. You know?
0: Well, she, she does appear in um, one of the Leia books. So, mm-hmm. um, and they, they establish kind of like their relationship in that, uh, the current, I'm trying to remember the current line right now in the star Wars, uh, saga is there. They've introduced this whole war of the bounty hunters. Like that's their big, that's kind of, and then it's and this storyline of War of the Bounty Hunters is taking place both in the, the main Star Wars line, um, which um, right now in the current comic line for anybody out there that cares, and the current comic line they are in the time period between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and they're they're in that chase to to get to Han Solo. They're trying to get mm-hmm. um, Han Solo and Carbonite. Meanwhile, Boba Fett is trying to get the Han Solo to Java, right? But, of course, along the way, he's going to run into trouble. And so, thus, they've kind of set up this War of the Bounty Hunters storyline, which, you know, I mean, they've they've dove into this area before in the past. I know with, um, you know, stories like uh, Tales of the Bounty Hunters, you know, uh, basically once Boba Fett gets Han Solo, like, in Carbonite, there's they're after him. You know, the other... Mm he's got a target on his back. Um, so in the Darth Vader comic series, they're also in the same timeline and they're also diving into War of the Bounty Hunter. And then War of the Bounty Hunter is its own comic series. So it's kind of it's kind of like their large tentpole storyline that they're doing probably for the next, mm, I don't know, several months really. So, cause the War of the Bounty Hunter series, I, I assume is a limited, Series, you know, like six or seven, or you know, I don't think it's an ongoing twelve issue, you know, speaking, cycle.
1: Speaking of this, Return of the Jedi, and back no. to the the point of this episode,
0: Uh what? What? No, uh, the point is we're going to talk about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm saying, like, yeah, Comics. with uh, with with Bad Batch. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh So the the Rancor that they rescued was called Muchi. Yeah. And, Moochie. and you know, it's a female uh, Rancor because mm-hmm. it, it's just a plain, tan skin, and which is also the same female Rancor that was in Return of the Jedi, which it made a lot of people really go, oh, my God, you named the Rancor that Luke killed? And there was a, almost immediate reaction from Lucasfilm about this, going kind of like, oh, it's not the same Rancor that Luke kills. And you're like, oh, well, okay.
0: Huh. Why can't it not be? <laughs> and you're like, well, I mean, the only reason why I would think that they would – they would leave that open is so um, I mean, to me, that's what I thought. I immediately thought like, Oh, this oh, Luke is
1: killed. Mookie. I
0: thought... Yeah. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. But in the, um, and of course, like some of this is legends. So, but in the, the legends tales of Java's palace, like they, they have a whole backstory as to who, who finds the rancor. It's like crash landed somewhere. And then like the guy like brings it to Java. And it's like, Oh, mighty Java. Here you go. You know, um, all of that stuff. So there's a whole Ooh. whole other backstory. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, Moochie uh, won our hearts and minds over. If you thought baby Grogu was cute, baby Yoda, I should say, uh, you know, you're going to love baby Rancors. So um, they have a whole plush line that's coming out. Um, hundreds of dolls, I assume. Yeah. Have you seen how many baby yodas are on the shelves nowadays? There? There's like 12 to 15 different styles. I, I got my one. I'm good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, that's kind of how I I am. Although, actually, I think no, I
1: think I just I do have. One. I mean, it would be cool. I mean, the thing is, is that you know, they're to me they're a gimmick, and that mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I think it's cool that you have ones that are kind of motorized and all that. But just the plain Jane pushy a uh, push doll that we that we got. That's all yeah. I need. am I'm, like, I'm, I'm good. Right. Uh, oh, and then one last thing before we move on to uh, the the other two episodes um, was Sid. It's mm-hmm. like everything else, everything else, you know, they basically so for everyone out there just to recap this episode, the first episode of that we're talking about, you know, is that they're going to go rescue this kid, which they find out's a Rancor. You know, uh, Omega gets the little gun. Uh, they rescue Moochie. And that's it. But then when they get back to Sid, you know, like, of course she gives them the money. You know, she tells them that it's Finnick. Uh, this, this, she's new. Uh, she's probably working on a direct commission. Uh, but she manages though to kind of not befriend them, but take the bad batch in, saying like, you know, you're going to need friends and money, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll offer you in exchange more work, which is you're going to need. Now, there's Look, if we've learned anything from Star Wars is that most people here trust is only a stone's throw away. <laughs> you know, it's not because mm-hmm. she says, you know, you guys must be pretty valuable. Yeah. Uh, and but I'm good at keeping secrets. And then from later in the, you know, these next couple episodes, it's one of those things where you kind of get the feeling that at some point Sid is going to betray yes. the Bad Batch.
0: Yes, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you. I don't know how you could trust her. No, I couldn't trust her. No. So, I mean, a she's a lizard. <laughs> um, yet she still
1: judges the lizard that they bring her. And you know, and oh like, yeah, the the last episode or ever, I was like, I don't know what they're <laughs> gonna do. Make it a stew, keep it as a pet. Who knows? It's like,
0: yeah, which I thought was kind of funny because that line reminded me of uh, Mandalorian, where it's just like you know, the whole the whole aspect of like the Mando asking, uh, grief Carga, like, Oh, do you know what they're going to do with the child? You know, like, oh, right, I don't right. know. He's going to eat it. Who cares? It's money, man. You know, like, right. uh, it was that same kind of attitude. Um, so, um, yes, that is, that is the significant part is that we kind of see Sid being their, their companion or at least guide at the end of that. That's, I guess the significant kind of moment there. Um, but, um, as far as, uh, and it really kind of sets up I think what will probably be the motif of the second half of the you know I don't know if there's arcs if they've broken it down into arcs but if you think of it as uh, the first four episodes they're on the run the fifth episode starts the Sid Sid storyline I could see this lasting four episodes or more until Did they we- have to move on to, to another so.
1: have, have we gotten how many episodes are going to be in season one? There's
0: There's 16 so and If we learned anything from Clone Wars, they liked to work in like three episode arcs or sometimes four episode arcs specifically there at the end. So if we do look at the first, you know, the first one is really kind of a movie. But if we if we shoehorn that in with the first four episodes, first four episodes, it's kind of the formation of the Bad Batch on their own post Clone Wars, them on the run. um, And the second is, is so far it's shaping up to be them being mercenaries or like you know soldiers of fortune you know mm-hmm. soldiers of fortune soldiers for hire yeah guns for hire i mean that's that's kind of their their storyline here i i suspect that at some point either the the last third or we'll move into another quadrant where things have changed maybe their relationship with sid's changed uh they bring in another character uh obviously they've
1: yeah i mean like you, like you, the last thing we hear in this very last episode from the uh we call them the Trash Guild or whatever they're called. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. The very last episode that we watched, uh, yeah. Battle Battle Scars. Yeah,
1: yeah. Bowser, like you, you see them say like you know, inform the Empire. So you, there yeah. could easily be some kind of thing to where they trace, maybe they trace the ship, you know, back mm-hmm. to Sid, and something happens where Sid basically has to give up the bad batch, right? You know, yeah, kind of to, a Lando situation, right? To to stay yeah. alive or or whatnot, you know? Because mm-hmm. we but then, but you're right that so this could be the perfect. Uh, the perfect uh time to introduce another character. You could be an inquisitor. It could just be a, an elite soldier. You know, or it could be once again. It could be uh, crosshair.
0: You know, right. you I mean, know. I, I kind of felt like like you know they put crosshair on the bat on the back burner. I would. My guess is the next episode, which which airs tomorrow. We're recording this on a Thursday. Um, you know, we would get something with crosshair again. Like like they're mm-hmm. they're setting up like. And, and inquiring minds want to know. I mean, we, we do still, I, I kind of thought, okay, and I know we have jumped around these three episodes, but the one thing that I kind of really wished that was spoken or said, and, and we'll probably get to it because they're, they're spreading it out. You know, I want it all at once and we can't have it right. that way. <laughs> but I wanted them to make the, the conclusion, like, we did this, let's save Crosshair. I think we
1: will. I, th- I think we'll get there because you saw that, especially with Wrecker, and we've seen it also. You know, with the end of Clone Wars too, with Rex double downing on it in this in this last episode, and Wrecker saying it. You know, you, that they, they see it's not only pain; it's painful for them mm-hmm. that the, for the actual clone troopers that they have no control over their bodies, their own minds, once the chip is activated, mm-hmm. and so they have to put two and two together. That like, here is our friend. Here is our brother. You yeah. have to save him, you know, of course, all the enhancements they're doing to to crosshair don't know what the the, the repercussions of that is.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. Um, but I could even see them setting up a trap like, OK, let's let's get crosshair here, you know, or like, let's try to. I don't know. Um, I just was kind of wanting them to, like, kind of get to that conclusion of like, hey, now let's go save you know, our fallen soldier basically, you know, and that, let's get him back. But it could be more a couple more episodes till we see that or till until they make that conclusion on their own. But um, um I guess we'll see. The um I think uh Battle Scar is probably probably the the highest point of the these three just because we, yeah. we do get Rex, right?
1: Yeah, I'm kinda of reading over my notes here for decommissioned. I think oh, we've, yeah, kind of, decommissioned. We've, we've kind of already talked about
0: the okay majority kind of- But cool things. Yeah, yeah, but cool things that we got from this though is them using the the um the droids' heads to like basically like That was
1: neat,
0: yeah. Yeah, like to see the battle droids once again. Like like I thought that was really cool. And it was almost like a zombie battle droid (laughs) uh army rising out of the trash heaps. I thought that was a, a very uh interesting, you know, uh I don't know, creative solution or what have you to like creating this this drama um and um so so I enjoyed that I enjoyed that as 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 part of the the action sequence um but having Rex back and then getting that little little teaser at the end with with trace and rafa um right
1: that's what I felt the the the, the true purpose of this episode was is just to reintroduce trace and rafa
0: hmm yeah. and it, and it and it seems definitely like like there was that um kind of action hero moment or not action hero but action movie trope where it's just like you got two groups chasing after the same thing mm-hmm. and at first you're kind of enemies, then you become frenemies. And then by the <laughs> yeah. end you're kind of like you know, you're doing finger guns at each other as you back away and you're like saying, catch you next time. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of hoping that maybe they they might pop up, if not again. Oh, you
1: know that you know they will. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well yeah, like we said, this is Clone Wars season eight.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah. So Except the Clone Wars are over.
0: Well, the other thing, the other little bit of Clone Wars that we get is when they do go to the graveyard with Rex. So I know I'm jumping over your 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 plot points here. But um, yeah. Yeah, like the the place that they go to with Rex, they go to basically a graveyard of ships. Oh, right?
1: ships! I mean, it's just a junkyard. Yeah, a
0: yeah, junkyard. But we see the Jedi cruiser, which is like right. so. You know, it's like it's it's rusted. They were the first gens. I think Wrecker makes a joke about that, like just like you, Rex. And and we see them, kind. You know, we're we're seeing that fall. You know, the the fall of the Republic. We're seeing like the after effects. Like we've just seen zombie battle droids. Now we're seeing you know, these fallen Jedi cruisers that, uh, so I I liked that. And I liked these, the spatial awareness in battle scars when they're crossing across those ships, they really made, they really made that, that environment feel like it was very, very large and they were very, very small. And these little shots where like Omega's looking up and seeing like the, the birds flying and like, like it, it, I, I just I liked that as a set and it felt very open and big and large, you know. Also kind of harkens to the, the sequel trilogy. I know you don't want to talk about that, but you know, <laughs> the, the idea of the scavenger, you know, the the ray that's climbing through the ships, you know, it um um it's kind of a cool cool you know, connection. So
1: at the beginning of this episode, um here's the other little I felt Easter egg of is Omega or e- Omega for sensitive. And the fact that the, the very first thing you see is, you know, them being chased and fired upon by these three little ships. And oh, yeah. you see the cage fall, mm-hmm. you know, and she says, I've got it written down here. Uh, I don't think Ruby likes this very much. Mm-hmm. And to him, you know, records, how kind of looks at her goes, you named the thing. Mm-hmm. But like, it was one of those moments where it's like, did she name it? Right. Or did she just know its name because it told her?
0: Yeah, I mean, the way she says the line is definitely like, it didn't feel like a kid like, oh, I just named it because it's cute. You know, yeah. it it definitely felt more like, I know this. Kind yeah. of like how you said, like how she just walks up to Sid and she's just like, you're Sid. Like, like like it's internal, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, So perhaps that is part of her power, you know, right. is, is to actually like, her power of perception mm-hmm. is is heightened for sure,
1: right?
0: Um, no, that's a good call. Um, I like that little creature because it looks like um,
1: it like a <laughs> looks like a roly poly.
0: Looks like a roly poly, but the the um, penguin a penguin pangol- penguin is that is that how you pronounce it? There are these creatures the 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 penguin penguin. Okay, okay, I'll I'll look it up while you keep talking. I'll
1: take your word for it. Let's see what else do we got here written here. Because we've already talked about the Mantel mix. You know, apparently uh Wrecker and Omega are really putting a big bill on Sid for this uh this candy slash snack or whatever. But it makes sense. It makes I did kinda like you know, because you they were already getting a raw deal by only getting thirty percent of every job they
0: yeah, they 30%. do. Like, that's but, crazy.
1: Yeah, but then, like, they have no concept, though, of money, really. Because if, when you think about it, they're clones, for one. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I see what you're talking about. Um, But they're clones for one. But then, you know, the Republic always provided for them. They always provided the fuel, all their weapons, all their rations. Everything was given to them. And so, all of a sudden, now, they're seeing that they can't just, you know, do whatever they want. Because that's what it's like when Sid's like, you know, you're lucky to get what I give you considering mm-hmm. the debt you owe. And they're like, debt, what debt? And then you know she gives them the manifest of everything that's costing her money. And you're like, oh wow. Uh
0: but they they're also kind of a, a little bit in this like kind of a you know, sharecropper slavery kind of yeah, thing. Like true. like, you know, like, oh, you know, you're you're so lucky to have me because I'm taking care of you, you know, but uh but also they're putting their life on the line every time they go out. So um yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um. yeah I also like the comment that Sid makes about Rex like oh there's another one of you Right? <laughs> so is it gonna be a clone bar or, you know, yeah that's a- yeah. <laughs> that was, that was pretty good so
1: yeah but in I you know the, of course now we're getting to like Rex reveals himself um, and then here's where we see it once again which is a nice uh, sequence of events I felt uh, in that you know you see Wrecker once again rubbing his head once they get back you know like oh and then rex puts two and two together you know that they haven't had their chips removed and you see how quickly the things changed where him being really friendly to putting his hand on his gun because you know
0: yeah if he had yeah. to
1: face off against all five of them or four of them you know mm-hmm. it would have been rex probably would have been dead yeah so it
0: makes sense i mean of course
1: you can kind of go like, rex what are you doing you know but like mm-hmm. but it makes total sense from his point of view
0: oh yeah for sure yeah, good. Good soldiers follow, follow order. Follow orders, and I—I I liked um, as we get to the moment. Uh, I won't skip ahead. I'll let you go through your notes. Oh no, it's fine. No, I like that when we do get to that moment where he does turn finally. Mm-hmm. That they they subtly put the conversation about the Jedi happening in the background. So they talk about the Padawan that they. Like from the very first episode, they, they're, they're two of the clones are talking about it. I, th- I think it's like either Hunter or, um, and, and he, and Wrecker overhears this and that's why he believes them to be traitors hmm. because he's, he's put that together. Cause I was like, okay, so what if he turns like none of them are clones? What does it matter? Right. But he knows what they've been through. And he, he's reminded also of the fact that they let the one go. I think it's Hunter talking to Rex that he overhears. And that's the thing that triggers him to be like, you're traitors. You know, and he like, mm, you're in violation. Yeah, because they and so I thought that was really smart because then it, it, we know, OK, this because we wouldn't know if he flipped, if like why he would be mad at them, except for the fact that this incident occurred, so um, I like that we get Rex saying like, you know, they ask him how he got his right. out. I had help. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I thought that was interesting because it, it, it you know, most of us go, why did not you just say Ahsoka helped me? Yeah, because they probably have met her at least at one point. But then, from his point of view, it also makes sense while their
0: chips are still in their heads, yeah, exactly, for him not to mention it at all, right? Yeah, like you, yeah, you're not gonna mention a Jedi, so yeah, yeah no, it is smart. Um, I like the, uh, I mean, we you kind of knew something was gonna happen with water, you know. Um, <laughs> I, and, yeah, the second thing, uh, I just fast forward over it. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, that part. <laughs> but if they it's, ever, if they ever go back to this environment, because imagine like imagine they get Crosshair somehow, they abduct Crosshair, they get Crosshair. Mm. they take him back to this planet because they, do it. you know, I mean, think about it. Like you're out in the will. Like, where do you go to get this chip removed? You've gone one place, you know, one place that you can get chips removed. And it's right. the Jedi cruise. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe they'll never come back to this place again. And that would be fine by me, but they've established that there's this monster in the water and they could, they could use that to their advantage. Well, yeah, that's it. what I mean. Like yeah. you're absolutely right. And I could totally see that
1: happening too, where it's like, okay like what we said earlier like mm. they, they come to the conclusion we have to save our brother we have to you know help crosshair what do we do it's the only thing they know how to do so like we can get him there get him trapped with this monster slay the monster he's already wiped out just from like exhaustion or whatnot and then mm-hmm. they can stun him put him in the machine and then they're good to go
0: yeah or they're they're there getting him you know and then they i don't know other other troopers are coming, you know. Mm-hmm. But do you think the the monster was a Dianoga? That's what I
1: thought it was from the get. Yeah, I know?
0: mean, that's that's it's got to be a Dianoga, and a much larger Dianoga,
1: huge, yeah,
0: huge. So that was kind of cool, you know. And and they really kind of showed off how the Dianoga is is like a water Sarlacc, right? So you know, with without telling us too much, we have the Dianoga, which is like a water Sarlacc. You've got the Sarlacc, which is like this, you know a ground creature and then you had the uh the Rath-tars, is that what they are um from force awakens the ones that roll you know and they're all oh, rolling.
1: right right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah the one that you don't want to remember
1: <laughs> right yeah don't
0: right. like well because yeah never mind i'm not gonna get into it you're like i'm not gonna get into that whole thing but yeah um so uh water dianoga basically the end of this episode Got me excited because I'm like, all right, the Emperor's coming and we're going to get to secret crosshair. Because I have missed him. I, I've, I've always enjoyed his character. I mean, who doesn't like Cobra Stallone or Stallone from Cobra? Exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. He was the one I liked even in the Clone Wars because I always liked snipers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Everybody likes snipers. Yeah. Andy Gorsey he is. He's the quiet one.
0: He's, he's the, the cool one. He's got, he's the, got, he's got the, the toothpick. toothpick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, whereas Hunter is the Rambo, he's you know. definitely Rambo. He's got yeah. the face, he's got the bandana, you know, like well, I mean,
1: like that's that's the way I mean. I think who was it, Jack, who fell asleep just talking about? It? I was like, to me, it's it's basically you know the Predator Squad, you know, that's basically yeah. what they are, you know, yeah. but with you know more versions, you know, like mm-hmm. you're right, it's like if Rambo was there, you know, you have Arnold Schwarzenegger, you have you know all yep. these. Those typical '80s characters of like who were are going to be, and then like even if you watch the movie Predator, you even have a tech guy on their squad. It's
0: like, yeah, yeah I mean, it would, um, yeah, they, they they definitely did their homework. Um, well, in other Star Wars news, do we have any more anything else to say? No, I, I think so? I think we covered it. Did you well. Did you enjoy them? Of course. I mean.
1: I'm with probably like everybody else. I wish they were a little bit faster paced, you know, and get on with it, but it's like, eh, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take it as I get it. But some star Wars is better than no star Wars.
0: Yes. And I, I do. um, I do enjoy this environment. I enjoy like what they're setting up. So, and uh, I'm, I'm also hopeful that uh, there's going to be, I mean, to, to have a, to have a cartoon or a star Wars, like show that every Friday I'm like, cool. You know, I mean, we've talked off air a little bit about Loki, but you know just the, the aspect of having yeah having a, having another Marvel Marvel show. I'm enjoying it more than um,
1: yeah having, I've had, yeah, I have high hopes for Loki because uh, there's a lot of wiggle room they have with what they want to do with Loki and what they want to do with the bigger picture if they want to tie that in. yeah uh, because they like to me, WandaVision was just okay. I mean, I appreciated it, but I felt mm-hmm. it was a lot of drag for a little payoff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Winter Soldier and uh, the Falcon was good. I give it like a good solid seven out of 10, you mm-hmm. know, or, or maybe seven and a half. I mean, it's, it's worth watching. And I liked uh, just the because I, I said this, I think, probably on the Ramblecast. To me, what was important about uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was two things is that if you would have automatically made Falcon, Captain America, just in the next movie, people mm-hmm. would have rejected it. Because mm-hmm. I think people feel that most characters have to earn yeah. a new title. And by having you know the other Captain America that people hated automatically, it took that focus off of Falcon to where people could warm up to him being Captain America. Yeah. And then with
0: Uh, You have to have that moment. You have to have that moment that where you're like uh, the fist pump, like yes, like where you're just excited to have that. And no, you you make a fair fair point about that. And then with the Winter Soldier,
1: you know the way he's you know you're you're introduced to Bucky, it's great in the Mm -hmm. first uh, Captain America movie. You're introduced to the Winter Soldier, but you don't get any kind of closure by Civil War or anything after that. Of like, what has Bucky been going through? Like what. And so I felt this was a really good, and and the fact that you see that he hasn't had any closure—it's just basically Mm -hmm. like, I was. This is all I've known, and here I am.
0: Yeah, the 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 psychological aspects of it, and and also getting to know Bucky because everything that you know of Bucky in the Captain America trilogy is, aside from the first movie, (laughs) you know, like the the latter two, really, you're like, you know, I mean, especially. the second one, you know, you're really like wanting you know to stop bucky. You hate bucky. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a lot of like so so it kind of takes the poison out. So so on one hand you're you're very apt in in describing how 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 it uh functioned for us you know, accepting a new Captain America who we want to be there and then at the same time giving us this emotional resonance with uh, a character that was you know needed needed to almost kind of like yeah breathe so right, right. um well now, i i liked um wandavision um because of the mystery behind it and um and i liked the quirkiness of it
1: mm-hmm. so
0: and i liked how it dealt with grief and loss
1: it did but, but it, it, if
0: there... It, it, I think they had I think, I had, I think the only trouble with the ending.
1: Yeah, that's like the ending. Well, yeah. to me like the first 3 or 4 episodes are such a slow build because they wanted to do like this every decade thing. Yeah. And that's fine, but then the ending, you're right, it didn't quite land. The only way the ending of WandaVision will land is if they truly truly make the Scarlet Witch evil. Because and I don't think a lot of people would warm to that. Right. Willingly. Because uh, that's amazing I because, like, you really see that. Like, it, what she did was awful. Like, you enslaved yeah. an entire right. city for your own vanity uh, or what do you even call it? Grieving, you know, process. And and so it's like that's – there's not really much forgiveness in that, As you know, in a story-wise. It's like she did awful things. Mm-hmm. So it's like it,
0: what, where do it, you go from there? But emotionally, though, I will say this much. To me, the payoff and like some of the scenes at the end with with her and Vision and the children are really haunting, chilling, sad, oh, yeah. beautiful. Like and it runs this gambit. So to me, I kinda I like to just hold on to those those moments that I like, like just like a song, you know. Sometimes you listen to a song and you're like, I don't like this part. Get to the good part, you know? So
1: Here, here's a here's the thing where it will really, I think, blow people's minds. Is that to me right now with Loki? It, it resembles a kick-ass version of Time Cop. If you remember yeah. that movie,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: it's it's you because know, it, to me, as like I remember, I remember watching this last episode, going like, "Oh, this is kind of like Time Cop," you mm-hmm. know, and that like this person's going from different times to get what they want, and then go to another one for some kind of goal. That makes mm-hmm. that's totally Time Cop. That's what Scarlet Witch is doing at the end of that series is that she Mm. is getting that book so to get into the multiverse so she can find her kids because they exist Mm, out mm -hmm. there in some version right so that's what she's wanting Mm. so you're seeing from Loki that the timekeepers are wanting to keep one solid piece of time they don't want Mm. any branches well what is she doing she's going through multi 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 versions of branches to Mm. find the version that she wants yeah so it'll Mm. really kick ass if those two collide
0: yeah no that's that's a that's a cool point um who knew that you're gonna get bonus marvel talk <laughs> yeah. on the owen and bruise uh <laughs> i feel like we couldn't have gotten to this level though um on on rcad because uh one of us would have interrupted and made some joke off of what somebody else said
1: oh no doubt <laughs> so, and the other one would have been sleeping
0: so so we made some 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 uh, excellent points there. I, I like that, and uh, and I am enjoying Loki. And also, I just I just finished uh, watching uh, the most recent uh, seasons of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and so you know there was an a- aspect of that with the the whole time and um, you know traveling through time and what have you that uh, really spoke to me. So I was I was very very excited about that. So and um, surprisingly, my wife is watching it too. Oh, that's true. I, I, I think I think it's the the Owen Wilson factor. And, oh, you know. oh, you mean Loki? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I,
1: some part of me, just from 40 years of watching <laughs> any kind of media, is that I tend to think Owen Wilson is, is evil because <laughs> any, anyone with gray hair is usually evil in any kind of story. Oh, okay. And so you're like, he's got gray hair. He's going to be bad at some point.
0: You know, huh, like. but you,
1: know you don't know.
0: It yeah, could just yeah. be. I, I always kind of felt like they were they were on the same page or they were there was like the, you kind of root for them as a as a buddy team. You know, I, I was kind of thinking that this is going to be like L.A. Confidential, where like you're like they're they're totally at odds with each other. But by the end, you know, you're like, all right. And now this is a buddy cap and they're going to go bust some heads together.
1: Well, that's that, um, that's why the first episode I was not I was kind of standoffish for with the first one. I like the second one better. But like it's because. Comic Con years ago when Lucifer debuted, you know if you're gonna watch a, a show called Lucifer, I better see the freaking devil and him be all—I mean, just evil, evil, evil. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a buddy cop show, and I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, the devil's helping the cops? Who is this? You know? And Jacks over going, oh, this is great. And I'm like, yeah uh. you know, and so exactly, uh, it's the same thing. It's like, I don't want to see Loki, you know, yeah. the the god of mischief. All of a sudden, Mm -hmm. just be like, "I'm in a buddy cop show." Like, you're like, "No!"
0: Right, right. Yeah, no. I mean, he would. Well, um, and uh, (laughs) as my wife pointed out, like, like there's he learns in that second episode. Oh yeah, yeah. uh, Basically, like, like this is it. You know, if he doesn't follow through, like he'll be disintegrated. Mm -hmm. So, what choice does he have? Sorry for any types of spoilers. Warning. Now, now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just two episodes.
0: It's just two episodes. I'm sure by the time you, you hear this, you'll have already watched the third. So,
1: I imagine, I imagine this episode will be out tomorrow or, or Saturday or, or next week. Yeah, or next yeah. week.
0: And they'll be like, what
1: the heck? They're not even talking about the last episode of a bad patch,
0: right? Right. Oh. Well, we're just a week behind. Um, one other thing I was just going to say, Star Wars related. Um, and Nick and I talked about this off air, but I, I finally got around to listening or listen to the audio ba- audio book of Dark Disciple. So it's a book a uh, Star Wars book that um Nick you've been recommending for a while. So mm-hmm. it focuses on Voss, Quinlan Voss and Ventress and um and it's kind of a buddy cop.
1: It is a buddy cop, yeah. yeah
0: it's a little buddy cop with uh feel- kind of like X Files where uh maybe there's a little romance involved. Do you
1: believe that book's six years old now?
0: I believe it. Yeah. I mean it's it's crazy that it's that it's that old. Um but I'm enjoying it though. I I I recently finished the the High Republic and I was I was kind of wanting more. Um I know there's another book of the High Republic that's supposed to hit the shelves.
1: Late July, I think, or maybe early. Is it August. late
0: July or, or late June? I could I could it's, re- it's
1: it's it's coming up soon, yeah. Yeah. I know that.
0: So I was, you know, kind of staving off that like Oh, I want to, I want to listen to the next, next book. You know, I want to find out what, what's but, going further. I mean,
1: Cause me, cause I'm such a huge Ventress fan. I mean, Ventress is mm-hmm. my character. I love Ventress from the first time I ever saw her drawn, you know, it, it makes me feel cheated, you know, when Lucasfilm sold everything and they canceled Clone Wars that I did not get to see Ventress end, you know, on, Mm-hmm. In a cartoon, because I love Ventress. I love Ventress's story and the fact that she is evil, but she's not evil. You know, and uh, yeah,
0: I I still, and I don't know how this would cancel out whatever happens in this Dark Disciple book, but it would be really cool to see her again in Bad Batch. You know? So, yeah, I
1: mean, I don't, I don't, I don't you could do it, but I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I, I just wish that Filoni, now that he's creative director could say mm-hmm. like, Oh, here's season 6.5. of. <laughs>
0: of well, Go I mean, they up. could, they could do like little offshoot stories. And I think that that's initially what's, you know, Star Wars hadn't, or Lucasfilm had in mind when they were doing the anthology series. We're going to have these, these other movies that can exist in between, or these little, these little offshoots. And I still feel like they, they, could and should do that with different eras i mean have an offshoot story about ventress have an offshoot story about uh qui-gon jinn and, and obi-wan before phantom Men- menace mm-hmm. have, have an offshoot story of of anakin before he's in the trials and before attack of the clones you know like have have some of these other like like little like you know they could they could just be standalones you know and if the if the story's tight enough you know, like, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be 16 episodes all drawn out. I mean, I think that's the one big criticism that we've had with Bad Batch. But you know what? We also had that same criticism with The Mandalorian Season 1, and um, and we know how that turned out. You know, we, we pretty much came around to enjoying everything that came after because it started playing piano with the first season, you know, all of the, the nuance. So... I'm enjoying Dark Disciple. Um, I'll, I'll kind of let you know. I guess uh, as I, I'm probably like the first seven chapters in. Chapters. Okay, so yeah. you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a ways in, but you know, things are developing. Did you see
1: the uh, Zoom call or whatever between uh, Ewan McGregor and Pedro? No. Yeah, it's it's a, it's just a small clip, but it's most of it is uh, Ewan McGregor talking, and because they're kind of just both of them talking about their Star Wars experience, you know, and he's like. Yeah, yeah, I can't do his you know his Scottish accent you know but like he's over like yeah like I'm filming and then I realize that like this is the first time I've actually been around stormtroopers you know it's like because <laughs> I've only been around clone troopers you know and I'm like oh this is so cool like you was know, like and then like the little kid part to me comes back around I'm seeing them all walk around like oh my god stormtroopers you know, like, you know? <laughs> yeah yeah you know, and, uh, and of course you know a lot of stuff he had to deal with was was green and blue screens so right uh, right
0: and there's there's a lot more real world stuff that
1: they're. To bring in. Yeah. So. And then Pedro doesn't say too much, but he, you know, he does let slip that, you know, that uh, Mandalorian season three has not been, has not charged filming yet. Right. And, which was expected because they, they yeah. did say that, it, you know, the uh, Book of Boba Fett was going to be first uh, mm. and then, then Mandalorian season three. So, I mean, I would not expect to get Mandalorian season three until earliest February of
0: 2022. But yeah, that seems, that seems probably about right. So, um, well, uh, I don't want to make this episode any longer than what it is because uh, we never stopped for a commercial break and at this yeah, point, we've probably talked more about these episodes than we should have. Um, and more so. You got that Marvel talk in there. That's right. Uh, at this point, uh, I'd like to thank the patrons that make this show possible. Um, but before I do that, go over to iTunes, give us a rate and review for this show. We would really appreciate it. You can also just go over to jandjack.com Become a patron member or uh, check out the merch that is there. We have some merchandise for Owen and Beru's barbecue. Really appreciate uh, anything that you do to help us out. um, Send us an email at theforceiswelldone at gmail.com. And at this point, I'll mention those patrons that make this show possible. They are all uh, Bad Batch themed. So see, see how these might fit in. First, we got Tactical Tac Droid. Uh,
1: yeah. Very valuable.
0: <laughs> Very valuable in a, in a pinch. Eckhart Trace and Richter Rafa. Ed DeJarek, the game. Oh, okay. Ed DeJarek. So, I was reaching. But DeJarek is seen in one of these episodes, so there you go. It's the hologram game for those playing at home. Uh, Ord Mantel Maggie. That's yes. Not sure. to be confused with Ord Mantel City, Maggie. No. I think it's. I think it's funny that there's a planet Ord Mantel, but then there's this. It's like if Earth had a city, we call right. it Earth City,
1: Earth City, and then Earth. Yeah, it's like you know, I always cracks me up, but like when, when bands do that, it's like I want to hear the song Bad Company by the band Bad Company off the album <laughs> Bad Company, and you're like, Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like okay. super redundant. Yeah, uh, R7 Joanne 7 and Zygerian Greg, Thanks for doing what you do. This was a great show. It's one in a million. Thanks for joining me, Nick. I could not do this show without you.
1: Thanks, Matt.
0: (laughs) All right, we'll see you next time.